Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the One Year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is May 17th, and our reading comes from Luke chapter 9. Listen to this story. It's great. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. Rabbi, his disciples asked him, why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins? Jesus responded, it was not because of his sins or his parents' sins. This happened so the power of God could be seen in him. I want to stop right there. Often when we suffer in some way, or often when something bad happens in our lives, the first question we ask is, what did I do to deserve this? Or when something bad happens in somebody else's life, we often ask, what did they do to deserve this? And the truth is, what Jesus is showing us in this passage is that that's really, that's bad theology, that when something bad happens in our life, we shouldn't assume it's because of our sin. We live in a fallen world, and sometimes in a fallen world, we are going to experience trials and suffering and struggle. That's part of the human condition. And so Jesus says, but what this is for is so that the power of God can be displayed. And that's true for us. Now, in this man's case, Jesus healed his blindness. So God's power was displayed through miraculous healings. And sometimes we experience a miracle where God breaks into our circumstances and does what only God can do. But it's also true when the miracle doesn't come and we continue to be faithful, to follow Jesus, to declare his goodness, to worship and to surrender, to open our heart to whatever he's trying to do in this moment, in the midst of our suffering. God's glory is revealed often in our faithfulness. So either way, God works in all things. There is redemptive potential in every moment. When we live for Jesus, in the midst of our struggle, in the midst of our suffering, we either experience a miracle that points to Jesus, or we experience Jesus in our suffering. And either way, we draw near to Jesus. I love that. Now, I want you to see the rest of this story. Because after the miracle, the religious leaders begin to question this man. What happened? Who healed you? He's telling them about Jesus. And finally, they call him back in. They still can't get their mind around this because in their mind, Jesus is a sinner. How in the world did he do a miracle? So I want you to hear the exchange. This is in verse 24. It says, so the second time they called the man back in who had been blind and told him, God should get the glory for this. In other words, don't give Jesus credit. God should get credit because we know this man, Jesus, well, he's a sinner. Well, they think he's a sinner because they're accusing him of breaking the Sabbath. And let me just say this about the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a day of rest. See, the Sabbath was created so that we would stop our work and be still and allow Jesus to heal us, to restore us, 
to strengthen us, to refresh us. That's the Sabbath. And guess what? This man has come to Jesus, and that's exactly what's happened. Jesus didn't break the Sabbath. Sabbath broke into this man's life, and his burden was lifted. In the presence of Jesus, he found rest and healing. That's the purpose of of the Sabbath. And they don't get that. They just think it's a rule. And Jesus in their mind is breaking the rule. He's not violating the Sabbath. Again, he's fulfilling it, but they don't get that. The man replies, I love this. I don't know whether he's a sinner or not, but I know this. I was blind and now I see. Well, they asked him, what did he do? How did he heal you? Look, the man exclaimed, I told you once, but you didn't listen. And this is the point. They've already made up their mind. They're not listening. Dr. Bennett used to say, I've made up my mind. Don't confuse me with the facts. That's what's happening in this story. He says, why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? He's being a little sarcastic. They cursed him and said, you are his disciples, but we are disciples of Moses. We know God spoke to Moses, but we don't even know where this man comes from. Why, that's strange, the man replied. He healed my eyes, and yet you don't know where he came from? We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but he's ready to hear those who worship him and do his will. Ever since the world began, no one has ever been able to open the eyes of someone born blind. If this man were not from God, he couldn't have done it. They refused to hear the truth. So here's what they said. You were born a sinner. In other words, they go back and answer their original question the disciples asked. Was this man's sin or his parents that caused him to be born blind? Well, they lump him in the sinner camp. See, you were blind from birth because you were born a sinner. They're condemning him. They're judging him. And they throw him out of the synagogue. They said, you're not going to teach us. They were not interested in hearing the truth. Here's what's so crazy about this story. This man was born blind. The religious leaders assume it was because of his sin that he was in darkness. Jesus came to set him free, to open his eyes, to help him to see. But these religious leaders, they think they see. But the truth is what this man has revealed is that they're living in darkness. Jesus has come to be the light of the world, to shine light into the darkness. But the truth is they love the darkness and they reject the light. They reject Jesus. They reject this man's testimony and they throw him out and close their hearts. You know, this reminds me of our responsibility in the world. Like Jesus, we're looking for people who are in darkness but open to the light. And for them, all we do is share our story. This is what Jesus has done for me. And it is indisputable. Who, what can they say about my testimony? My testimony shines light into their darkness. And for those who are open to the light, man, it changes everything. And we do it with an understanding that there are some people in darkness who love the darkness, who will reject the light. And we don't need to feel bad about that. We don't need to try to to pin them down, to win an argument. Let's just let our light shine. Let's keep telling people what Jesus has done for us. And every time we see a person like this man who's open to the truth, 
open to the light, open to Jesus, our testimony becomes a powerful witness that helps them learn to follow Jesus. Well, let me pray for you. Father, I thank you so much for this story. I'm so grateful for the work that you've done in our lives, for the testimony that you've given each of us. Give us the faith and the courage to share it. Like Jesus, help us to keep our eyes open to see those who may be living in darkness, but are open to the light. And God, help us to speak grace and truth. God, turn on the lights for the people that we love, our family members, our neighbors, our co-workers. God, use us to be a witness in a dark world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with me. So glad that you're taking this journey. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.